isang palakpak ng kaloob. Bakit napapansin ko parang nasa gilid lahat ng tao? Habang hindi pa nagagawa yung aircon, palagi tayo ng sampung electric pan sa gitna. Next February pa rin. I challenge everyone na kung sino sa inyo gusto mag-pledge para mapagawa ng aircon natin. Uh, gawin na natin this week, no? Huwag natin paabutin ng matagal pa yan. Uh, any, any amount you can share. Uh, magbibigay ako mamaya ng uh, 10,000 siguro para sa aircon din. Tignan natin yung mga ibang baka naman ma-challenge kayo, di ba? Para next week, naka-aircon na tayo. Ano ba nangyari? <laughs> okay. Let me, let me proceed to Mark chapter 5 verses 1 to 20 pero babasahin lang natin hanggang 13. Ang sabi dito, Then they came to the other side of the sea, the, count, the country of the Danarises. And when he had come out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. <laughs> so may meron daw man with unclean spirit. Magpapastora po kasi si Courtney sa mga sa mga dogs po. <laughs> At sabi mo dito, what is dwelling among the tombs and no one could bind him not even with chains. So that was the context. May isang lalaki daw na inaalihan ng masamang demonyo at normally, lagi natin sinasabi, pag ang isang tao ay nade-demon possessed, he is spiritually oppressed but not physically hurting other people. Normally, ganun. Pero dito sa story, dito sa kwento, ang sabi, yung lalaking ito ay nakakapadakit ng ibang tao. Ang sabi dyan, because he had been open bound with shackles and chains. And the chains had been pulled apart by him. So, ang lakas. Pag sinabing chains, kadena. Hindi yan tali lang. So, more or less, bakal. So, kinakadena siya, but he was able to pull the chain out of his hand. So, ganun siya. Kalakas, kaya may intindihan mo rin. Nandun siya sa isang isla o sa isang lugar na wala talagang pumupunta. Libingan. So more or less, dahil alam nilang nandun siya, wala na rin naglilibing doon. Wala na rin nililibing doon at wala na rin pumupunta sa lugar na yun. And it was a well-known place that no one really visits that place. Ang sabi dito, and the shackles broken in pieces, neither could anyone tame him. So they tried to tame him They tried to basically control him, but no one is able to do that. So, sabi sa verse 5, and always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying out and cutting himself with stone. So, umiiyak siya, sumisigaw siya ng malakas, and he was cutting and wounding himself. Eh kung sarili nga niya, kaya niyang saktan, kaya niyang sugatan, o more or less, lalo na yung ibang tao. When he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshiped him. Hindi, no? Buti pa yung nadidemon possess, yung nakita si Jesus, tumakbo para sumamba, no? Tayo, puyat lang, pahirapan na. Ay. <laughs> no? Tayo, simpleng bagay lang minsan, hindi mo na ako mag-church. 
Simpleng bagay lang minsan. Uh, naintindi naman ako ni Lord. For even this demon possessed when he saw Jesus. Ito yung sinasabi sa Philippians eh. Di ba? Whether whoever in heavens, on earth, or under the earth will bow their knees and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen? So ang sabi dito, And he cried out with a loud voice and said, What have I do with you? Jesus, Son of the Most High God, I implore you by God that you do not torment me. These evil spirits, they knew how powerful Jesus was. They knew kahit 4,000 sila. O depende pa sa interpretation, sabi ng iba, a legion is 2,000, some would say it's 4,000. If you talk about Romans, it's around six to 8,000. Pag sinabing legion, the legionnaires. O depende pa minsan kung kaninong context. Pero sigurado ako madami. Then ang sabi dito, then, for he said to him, come out of the man, unclean spirit. Come out of the man, unclean spirit. Then they asked him, what is your name? And he answered, saying, my name is Legion. Sabi nga natin lahat, Legion. Tignan mo yung katapi mo, sabi mo, Legion. Yan. Huwag ka bang marami yan? Mamukhang dalawa. <laughs> sabi dito, my name is Legion, for we are many. Also, he begged him earnestly that he would not send them out of the country. Ang birat ng mga demonyitong to talagang nag-request pa, you know? Na huwag silang paalisin sa Ganasares at uh, palipatin lang sila sa ibang lugar. Now, a large herd of swine, of course, sa term natin, mga pigs, mga baboy, a large crowd or herd of swine was feeding there near the mountains. So all the demons begged him, saying, Send us to the swine that we may enter them. And all at once, Jesus gave them permission. Then the unclean spirits went out and entered the swine. There were about 2,000. Ang interpretation ng New King James. And the herd ran violently down the steep place into the sea and drowned. They drowned into the sea. And basically, when we talk about miracles, lagi natin na pag-uusapan minsan madami. Jesus fed the 5,000. Jesus fed the 4,000. Gumunta sa pool, meron doon maraming tao. Nakita nila kung paano yung paralyzed man gumaling nakatayo. Yung isang lalaki, government official, marami siyang kasama ng mga bodyguards niya. Humingi siya ng tulong sa Panginoon. Punta tayo sa Capernaum, kahit nandun sila sa uh, sa Galilee, Cana, pero maraming tao, sinabi ni Jesus Christ, your son is healed, he will not die. Kinabukasan, pagdating nila doon, sinalubong siya ng mga servants niya, maraming tao, your son is already healed. He's okay. He's not sick anymore. But I want you to understand this thing. In this particular story, isa lang. Sabi nga natin lahat, isa lang. But you could see how Loving Jesus is. He does not care kung crowds ang pinag-uusapan. He does not care 
kung kailangan hundreds ang makikinig sa kanya, libo ang makakakita ng mirakulo, o sang katutak na tao ang magsasabi, ang galing niya, baka pangyarihan siya, nagpapagaling siya, he's a miracle maker, and he did not care, because when he went, or they went into this town, there was only one guy. Alam niyo, matindi dito eh. In the context, ang nangyari pa dyan, galing sila sa ibang lugar, then dyan, yung habang bumabiyahe sila, dyan muntik, tumumbay yung kanilang boat at nagsisigawan yung mga disciple, we're going to die and si Jesus Christ natutulog. And I want you to see the context. Malamang yung mga disciples, hindi sila matahimik. Una na-excite sila kasama nila si Jesus Christ. Pangalawa, alam nila kung saan sila pupunta. Isang lugar na nakakatakot. And in this particular instance, they traveled. They've been through a lot. They've been through a storm. They've been through struggles. Situations. For one purpose. To heal this single guy been tormented by the evil spirit. Napakahalagho ng isang tao. Amen? Sabi nga natin lahat, napakahalaga ng isang tao. No, kaming mga pastor minsan, tempted kami sa ganyan eh. Pag in-invite kami, of course, lalo na ngayon, nangangampanya ako. Pag pumunta sa ibang lugar, I really want crowds. Pero pag pumunta ka sa isang lugar na ang nakita mo lang, nadatan na, na, mo lang doon, lima, sampu, parang nakaka-discourage. Pag nag-speak ka, sa harap ng isang libo, very dynamic. Pero pag sampu na lang yung kaharap mo, parang bawas na bawas yung lakas mo, bawas na bawas yung excitement mo, bawas na bawas yung personalidad na meron ka. And we've noticed, that's not the way Jesus was. Amen? Sino naniniwala, ganyan ang tao? Pag dancer ka, di ba? Pag maraming nanonood, mas kabado, pero mas bigay. Pag konti lang, parang okay na lang. Pag musikero ka, pag talagang nagre-react yung mga tao sa tinutugtog mo, lalo kang, lalo kang gumagaling, pero pag parang wala lang, konti lang naman yung nanonood, eh tatlong chords na lang gamitin natin, bakit lima pa? Hello? Parang pwede eh, no? tatlong chords na lang, depende sa kanta. But the point is this, Jesus was the same. Whether he was repairing and speaking to the 5,000, whether he was talking to the crowds or to an individual person, his passion, his love, his commitment is the same. Amen. So let me proceed to point number one. Number one, our identity Breeds courage. Do you know if you know your identity, it breeds and breeds courage in your life. Wala naman taong hindi kinakabahan. Wala naman taong hindi natatakot. I don't even believe that anymore. Kahit ako napaka-confident kong tao, talaga kahit sa inong harap, hindi mo ako makikitang kakabahan or whatever incited me Naniniwala ko, wala naman taong hindi kinakabahan, wala naman taong hindi natatakot when life is just uncontrollable. 
But I want you to see this. Okay lang matakot. Huwag lang mabuhay sa takot. Uulitin ko. Okay lang matakot, basta ka huwag lang ikaw mabuhay sa takot. And in this particular story, knowing who you are breeds courage. And I always say this, uulitin ko ngayon, mapapansin mo dito yung pronoun na ginamit. Alam naman natin yan, di ba? Plural, singular, subject, predicate, generally. Pero dito mapapansin mo, ang, ang sabi sa kwento, then they, sabi natin lahat, they. So pag sinabing they, hindi pwedeng mag-isa yan, di ba? It's plural. Sino ang tinutukoy dyan? Jesus and the twelve. So they, the scripture was referring to the thirteen of them. The twelve disciples and Jesus himself. So they, they came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gadarenes. So they arrived there, they came all of them together. Sama-sama sila, labing tatlo, dumating sa town of Genesis. Pero ang sabi sa verse 2, And when he, sabi natin lahat, he, can you say louder than that? He. So ang he, singular, plural. Sabi ng iba, ano po? Basta. He is singular, right? So when they arrive, he came out of the boat. So ang ibig sabihin, yung mga disciples, dahil alam nga nila, na yung lugar ng General says ay isang lugar ng masamang espirito. Lugar na nakakatakot. Lugar na hindi pinupuntahan ng matitinong tao. Lugar na kung saan may isang tao doon na sinasaniba ng masamang espirito na pwede kang saktan, pwede kang sugatan, at pwede kang maaring patayin. It's one way they arrived in Genesis, ang sabi doon, isa lang yung lumabas ng bangka. Sino dito yung kung kasama mo si Jesus, kasama ka sa labindalawa, lalabas ka rin ng bangka? Hello? Sinong, sinong aamin? Wala? Sino dito yung feeling mo magpapaiwan ka rin sa bangka? wala pareho. Sino sa inyo hindi alam kung ano yung pinag-uusapan natin? Hello? So sabi dito, they arrive and he came out. How many times it happened to your life? Kala mo, ang dami mong supporter, no? Kala mo, ang dami mong moral support, ganito, ganyan. Pero pag nandun ka na sa labanan, parang piring mo mag-isa ka na lang. And that was actually the scenario they came to the place. But because it was a fearful place, because it was a place of what? Unexpected things, negative things that possibly could always happen. But only Jesus who came out. Diretso natin. Sabi sa 1 John 4, verse 18, There is no fear in love. Because perfect love casts out all kinds of fear. Hello? Hindi sinabing, hindi ka na matatakot. 
Ang sinasabi dyan, oo, natatakot ka. Pero pag na-realize mo kung gano'ng kamahal ni Lord, dun, ayun ang nagtatanggal ng takot. Amen? Bisan iniisip mo, maganda rin yung pumunta kami doon sa, sa uh, I think we, we were in Lanao del Norte, hindi ko na alam kung nasan eh. Nasa Lanao del Norte yata kami yung kasama ko. Kasi may kausap kami doon na ang anak doon nila ay lima na. At habang tinitignan ko, parang bata pa eh. Siguro nasa early 20s pa lang yata yun eh. Lima na rin anak nila, pero buntis. Tapos ang sabi niya, hindi po namin alam kung anong gagawin namin eh. Yan sabi ng kasama ko, si Jesus Christ nga, pinakain nyo ng liman libo, ayan, pang-anim pa lang yan eh. Hello? <laughs> Parang sinasuggest na, kahit mga liman libong anak, pwede yan. But the point of the matter is this, knowing your identity, you are loved, you are accepted, you are blessed, it casts out all kinds of fear. Amen? Takot saan? Iba-iba tayo ng takot. Yung iba sa atin, takot sa bumbay. Yung iba sa atin, takot sa, sa iba't ibang bagay. Takot sa karayom. Diba? Takot sa asawa. Takot sa kung saan-saan. Takot mawala ng pera. Takot magkinsenyas. Takot mag-atrenta. And we all have fears. But perfect love, always remember this, cast out all kinds of fear. No, you cannot blame the disciples. Kasi hindi pa naman nila lubusang nakikita eh kung gano'n sila kamahal ng Panginoon. Hindi pa, ang tingin pa lang nila kay Jesus Christ, oh, nagpe-perform ng miracle. Oo, medyo may kapangyarihan. Pero ipaglalaban ba tayo niyan? Handa bang makipagmamatayan para sa atin? What's the question? they found out at the end of the day Jesus was able and capable and willing to die for them Amen So first thing I want you to understand first thing I want you to understand is this Ang identity natin nagbibigay ng tapang Sabihin mo nga sa sari- sa katabi mo courage Secondly, knowing your identity brings compassion. Alam mo kung pag, pag, pag na-realize mo na ikaw ay mahal, pinagpala, favored, hindi dapat yabang ang nagiging product nun sa buhay mo eh. Sino niniwala? Hello? Sino niniwala pag ikaw sobrang gifted? Uulitin ko ah, gifted. Gifted kang magsalita sa unahan, gifted kang tumugtog, gifted kang mag, uh, maging orator, gifted kang mag-manage ng mga bagay, mag-lead, gifted ka makipag-usap sa mga tao. You're gifted to wonderful things. And always remember, it's a gift. Kung ipagmamayabang mo man yung gift, ang ipagmayabang mo yung nagbigay. Hello? Are we getting the point? So, mapapansin natin dito, your identity brings compassion. I said, Jesus Christ, it's just amazing when when He said to him, come out of the man, ang, 
and cleansed Peter. Then he asked him, what is your name? It was too personal. pastor. Pag may mga demon po, says, I rebuke you, Satan, in Jesus' name. Tapos pag lumayos yung demonyo, wala, okay na eh. Tapos kinikwento niya na, may kapangyarihan, naniniwala ako sa kapangyarihan. But Jesus wasn't done. When the evil spirit came out of the man, then he started to minister. He started to become personal. He started to even ask the name. Kaya yung sinagot sa kanya, I'm religion. But he stayed with the man. Pag tinuloy mo nga yung kwento dyan, yung lalaki gusto pang sumama sa kanya. But I want you to understand, nothing beats a ministry that is filled with compassion. Amen? Yung iba sa inyo, hindi naman masyadong familiar, eh, no? pero magiging familiar kayo ng konti sa sasabihin ko. Ngayon kasi, yung may ibang, ibang, ibang youth, tsaka sila, ano, nabanggit ko sa kanila, May, may nilabas na documentary yung Hillsong Church Exposed. And uh, most of what is said to Brian Houston, I believe Brian Houston already resigned as the senior pastor of Hillsong Church last March 23 because of the issue. And I think Bobby Houston, his wife, is being terminated by the board. Imagine, they founded the Hillsong. Pero dahil sa issues, ganun yung mga of course, you, uh, a year ago, we heard about Carlin's sex slavery. Mapapansin natin, oh, may mga, may mga issue. But all the things that was said in that particular documentary are not true. May mga totoo, may mga hindi. But ang sabi ko nga sa mga pastors na kausap ko, sa mga leaders na kausap ko, it's always a lesson to learn. Hello? Hello? Pag ang church, ginawa mo ng money-making machine and mer- merchandise-oriented, medyo mali na yan. Because ministry is always founded in compassion. Sabi natin lahat, compassion. Ano ang ibig sabihin nun? When you lead the worship, it's because your heart is filled with the love of God. When I preach here in the pulpit, hindi to pagalingan, hindi to papormahan, even though I like pastors na mga rockstar celebrities ang datingan. Naka, baka naka-rip jeans, di ba? Mga nakasalamin kahit wala namang grado yung mata. Ganito, ganyan. I like those kind of things. It's, it's trending. It, it really gets the attention of this generation. But the point of the matter is this. Sometimes it becomes mechanically, legalistically, what about the norm? Are we getting the point? But ministry, as I always said, is always about the people. I mean, imagine Jesus even asked the name. Personal na personal. Hindi ba? I want you to see this. Sabi na sa quotation, Itlog ho yan, itlog. Ha, baka, iniisip nyo. Isipin nyo, ano yan, earth. Sabi nyo, if an egg is broken by outside force, life ends. Ah, kayo nga magbasa, kayo nga magbasa. Can you read it for me? One, two, three, read it.
Ang egg naman talaga mababasag at mababasag yung shell niyan. Pero depende eh. Pag ayan binasag mo from the outside, sigurado patay yung sisiw. Pero pag ayan nabasag from the inside, sigurado may buhay. And most of the time, brokenness is not good when you are getting broken because of a relationship when you are uh, being broken because of your job, if you are being broken because of unmet expectations from the outside, it basically destroys you. Sometimes it kills you. But when you are being broken from the inside, ano ang ibig sabihin? It's God speaking to your heart. It's God transforming your emotion. It's God transforming and renewing your mind. When brokenness comes from the inside, it breeds life sa atin. And I want you to see this. It only happens whenever the ministry is filled with compassion. Amen? Sino sa inyo pag sa mga leaders ng church, umami na kayo? Sino sa inyo dito pag sinasabi ko, kung may conference dito sa church, ililibre natin. Sino sa inyo medyo naiinis? Aren, aren. <laughs> Sino sa inyo pag nakikita na yung isang personality ng ganitong <laughs> medyo naiinis. Actually, sa management, tama yun. You need to to secure of the things. Diba? Aircon nga, nasira natin, kalilibre natin eh. <laughs> Hello. But but the point of the matter is this. I don't know. I just don't know. Maybe that's why God is blessing us more and more. And we are seeing more blessings of God. Because I really believe EFC should and will never leave doing the ministry out of compassion. Amen. Ako na challenge na nga ako eh. May isa akong kaibigang pastor. Tinanong niya ako, Pas pag nagkakasal ka, magkano nila love gift sa'yo? At sabi ko, depende. Depende. Ano sabi niya sa akin? Parang gusto ko nang i-apply eh. Sabi niya sa akin, pag ako, pag ako nag-officiate ng wedding ng mga hindi ko talaga direct ng members, may bayad. Actually, mahal. 10,000, 15,000. Pero pag mga member ko, libre. Kahit mayaman pa sila. Ako sabi ko, bakit naman? Sabi niya, because it's part of my ministry towards their lives. If they want to bless me, not as a lagrip to the wedding. Bless me because they honor me as their pastor. Hindi dahil nag-officiate ako ng wedding. Na- na- nakukuha natin. Sabi ko nga sa inyo eh, kahit sa tagal ko na rin sa ministry, I'm still learning from a lot of people. Pero at the end of the day, na-realize ko, ang church talaga, ang ministry talaga, laging dapat founded sa love and compassion. Amen? Yes, it's fine to have merchandise. It's fine to 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 always raise funds. Kasi syempre, tuwan-tuwa tayo. Alam naman natin na kalooban ni Lord na maganda ang church natin. And I always believe in excellence. Pero lagi natin katandaan, excellence and compassion hindi magkaaway. Amen? Excellence and compassion dapat lagi magkasama. Yung habang binibigay mo yung best mo, nagpa-practice ka kasi alam mong ayun ang gusto ni Lord at alam mong matatouch yung mga tao because they see that you you are excellent in everything that you are doing. So let me read this 
uh, this verse once again, Ephesians 2.22. Ngayon ko lang napansin to, tagal-tagal ko ng pinipreach yung Ephesians. But when I, I read this in one of my my loneliness in the hotel, <laughs> pag, nasa, pag nasa Mindanao, tsaka pag nasa Bigan, naalala ko si Kuya Arman nandito eh. Kaya nasa Bigan kami, matutulog na kami nun eh. Ikinuha e, e, ko apat na room. Ah, apat, e, apat kami sa isang room lang. Pero maganda yung room. Nag-iisang bed. So, apat na single bed yon. Kaya lang si Wilbert, si Jay, tsaka si Kuya Arman, basta napasandal, tulog eh. Tapos yung papikit na ako, nagsimula nang kumanta yung tatlo. <laughs> Tapos ang malupit ko, yan, di pa kayo sabay-sabay. Pagkahilik ni Daisy, Kuya Arma naman, tas si Wilbert, tas si Daisy, Kuya <laughs> Huling tingin ko, sarili ko, 4.15. <laughs> when, I was, when I was just sometimes opening my phone and, and reading things, then I, 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 I encountered this verse. And it's just so powerful. Ano sabi dito? In whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. Hello? That you are being built as a dwelling place of God. Tagalogin natin. Ikaw ay binibuild. <laughs> ano ba Tagalog nun? Ikaw ay binibuild para maging tirahan ng Diyos. Sabi mo nga sa katabi mo, you are God's dwelling place. Amen? So ang nakatira sa'yo, ang Panginoon. You are not just, sa ka naman nakakita? Sa ka nakakita, di ba? The owner, creator of heavens and earth lives in you. How can you even say that you are not a special person? How can you even say na, ordinaryo lang ako, mahirap lang ako, wala akong kinabukasan. Eh yung may-ari nga ng lahat, lumikha ng lahat, sa'yo naninirahan. Come on! It's just something else. Pero alam nyo, dahil naninirahan sa'yo yung Diyos, na punong-puno ng habag, biyaya at pag-ibig, ayun din dapat ang laging nakikita at nararamdaman sa'yo. Amen. Lastly, lastly, knowing your identity begets commitment. Sabi natin lahat, commitment. Bless ka Then be a blessing. Right? Love ka Then show love. Favored ka Then start to give favor to others. Ang sabi nga nila, Favor means preferential treatment. Pag sinabi natin preferential treatment, that's one actually one of the definitions of favor. Preferential treatment means you are being treated above compared to others. You are being treated better than the others. That's what we call preferential treatment. Para nakakatawa po minsan pagbupunta ako sa province, nakakailang. Hanggang ngayon, hindi ko, Kuya Yuri, hindi ko alam bakit hanggang ngayon. Nahiilang pa rin ako. Alam mo, pagpupunta ako minsan sa province, parang feeling nila may dumating na Diyos. 
yung kumakain sila pagdating ko bilang magtatayuan tapos ganito ganyan tapos parang wala na silang pakailam sa pagkain nila ganito ganyan dito sa EFC Jesus Maria uunahin ang pagkain dito <laughs> ayaw nagbe-bless ayaw ako magpa-bless binabatukan ko pag nagbe-bless eh. mm, kotong <laughs> bata pa ako <laughs> but, but the point is this favor is preferential treatment and do you know that God has treated you so special I mean you don't need to compare it with another people you know why because when God deals He deals individually wag mong ikumpara kasi ang 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 ang, pinip, ang sabi ng iba pag sinabing favor preferential treatment yung pagtitreat sa akin tsaka kay Derek pagkaiba mas mas better yung treatment sa akin ang ibig sabihin favor hindi ho ganun ang ibig sabihin ng favor preferential treatment ang ibig sabihin ng favor in in, in the context of favor preferential treatment hindi ka naman dapat i-treat ng ganun makasalanan ka eh dami mong pagkukulang eh hello pero ang treatment pa rin sa iyo ni Lord righteous, special, favored, blessed. Yung pwede namang hindi ka mahalin eh. Karapat dapat ka bang mahalin? The answer is no. Pero binahal ka pa rin ni Lord. Ayun ang ibig sabihin ng preferential treatment. That you are being treated undeservingly based on who you are. Hello? Based on your accomplishments. Based on the things I'm being treated by God not according to my accomplishments. Kasi kung accomplishments, malamang sobra-sobra talaga ang treatment niya sa akin. Hello? Same way in your life. Ang sabi dito, let me proceed sa verse 20. Hindi ko binasa kanina. Ang sabi dito, and he departed and began to proclaim in Decapolis. The context was actually, hindi ko na sinama dyan, mahaba kasi. Sabi sa verses 17, 18, and 19, sabi ng, ng, ng lalaki, hindi binanggit yung pangalan niya. Yung magaling na siya, sabi niya, paalis na sila, Jesus Christ, sasakay na uli ng bangka. Nang sabi ng lalaki, sama na ako sa'yo, wala na naman akong babalikan eh. Wala na akong pamilya. Generally, that's my in extended interpretation. Sama na lang ako sa'yo. Ang sabi ni Jesus Christ, no, I want you to go back to your friends. I want you to go back to your community then tell them what God has done in your life. Amen? Then sabi sa verse 20, and he departed and began to proclaim in Decapolis. Decapolis, dalawang word yan. Deca and polis. Deca means ten. Polis means city. So pag pinagsama mong Decapolis, it means ten cities. And actually in the scripture, it's not just actually ten. Ten is a number of composite whole. In other words, he proclaimed what God has done into his life in every city na kung saan nandun siya at pinuntahan niya. Amen? Knowing your identity begets commitment sa buhay natin. Yung Decapolis, ayan. Hindi na pala kasama yun. Sorry. Pagpapropos Sanay na, sanay na ako. Pag, kasi ginagawa ako sa provinces, sa lahat ng lugar, I don't only campaign. I teach like this. Then pagdating ng last 15 minutes, doon ko binibitawan yung, yung, yung kabayan. Sabi nila, ibang-iba daw. Kaya sa iba, puro pangangampanya. Sabi ko, hindi. We, we are just in love tayo sa word of God, eh, right? 
Hello, ang EFC ba in love sa Word of God? Right? So I want you to just see that. Knowing your identity. Knowing your identity. It breeds courage. Ginagawa kang matapang. It brings compassion. Ginagawa kang mahabagin. Ang tindi, no? Matapang na mahabagin. And it brings and begets commitment sa life natin. Let's all rise. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the word you've spoken. I pray, Heavenly Father, na kayo ang patuloy na mangusap, patuloy na magbigay sa amin ng courage by showing us who we are and who are you in our lives. Thank you for the courage. Thank you for the compassion. And may always find us by your grace committed to your word, committed to your works. Puli at sambahin ka, Panginoon, sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Thank you.